Welcome to episode 60 of the Collector's Quest podcast. Six, zero, 60 of these things. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. Anyways, sorry it's late, but it couldn't be helped. Anyways, on this episode, Kat and I are talking just in general. We talk about the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo, everything that happened there. We just, we chit-chat. It's a quick chit-chat episode, and we talk about things that are coming up, some guests. I talk a lot about the people I met at the Expo, and I want to go ahead and take this moment to thank them. Uh, because there was a lot of people, and I tried to do it in the episode, and I know I got their names wrong. So first of all, uh, my partner in crime, one of my oldest friends, T. Hammerquist, Archon Turtle, Super Nest Man, Excite Bike Games, The VGDB, Carden and Aster, Super Madness, Super Video Game Bros, Gabby, Lost Levels Matt, Olivia, Super Video Game Gals, Maticus909, Calix Fornia, CWR2, Sabotage64, OT Sly PI, Level 11, Right 007, Syphic, Retro Nintendo, Game Thieves, Game Swapper, Will and his whole crew, Damn It Steve, Gaming for Water, Super Sparkster, JR Rob, Dragon X310, GameCube Freak Games, Retro X Games, Pure Printy, Super Amazeballs, and I know I missed a few other of you. I talked to so many people, everyone was so cool at the expo. Really appreciate all the conversations, deals, trades, sales that we had. It was a great time. You all made it special. So I appreciate that. It's always nice to to see friends in person rather than just chat on Instagram or through the podcast. Aside from that, I know all of you guys know what I'm going to say next. If you like what we're doing here and you want it to go 60 more, then it's time to go to Instagram and shout us out, other social media outlets and do that. And then also go to iTunes and give us a like and a review. That's actually what you could do that helps the most. It gets us more views outside of Instagram and it helps the podcast grow. Here's the episode. We'll talk to you again soon. afternoon yes that's true all right so <laughs> that is true doesn't matter how far past you've made it we we made it yes that's true well not you yet you've still got a little ways to go yeah hours hours to go before i you know i won't even see noon flip i'll be in the middle of a movie oh that's good what are you going to see i'm gonna go see john wick too okay yep so i'm excited for that saw lego batman last night so it's a movie weekend then yeah, uh, I haven't seen movies in weeks, and now all of a sudden I've got getting two under my belt. <laughs> well, that's good. Yep. Um, I'm sure it's nicer to venture out outside than it is here, because we have a pile of snow, and we're getting a bunch more snow tomorrow. Weirdly, it has just been pouring rain in Southern California. Oh, well, that's better than snow. <laughs> it's true. It It is so anomalous. No one knows what to do with all the rain we've had. It, it Like, each weekend we get more rain than we had the whole previous year so oh my goodness everyone is very confused they're like uh what do we there's so much water what do you do with all of it why is everything so green (laughs) it's it's really bizarre 
It's a lot of rain. It's more rain okay. than I'm used to because we've been in a drought forever. So that's yeah. Anyways, there's there's your uh, your weather report from Southern California and Nova Scotia. So enjoy, people. That's important to this podcast, though. Yeah, it's, it's in a <laughs> fundamental element of the podcast. Let's recap no. the weather and the disparity. Okay, but now that we've recapped the weather, why don't we recap your uh, weekend at the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo? Oh, nice segue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on it today. Yeah. Uh, okay, SoCal Retro Gaming Expo happened uh, last weekend. It was pretty good. It, you know, it was good for me. I had a booth, and I got to meet a lot of Instagrammers came down. And I'm going to forget, like, I'm going to forget everybody's names. But you guys know who you are. So thank you for coming and talking to me. Um, let me see if I can remember some like Coda Beware. Uh, I'm gonna mess up his name. Is it Red the Shark? We talked about uh, Puya Puya Tetris coming to the Wii U and a bunch of other things. He was a really cool guy. Came up and talked to us. I mean, we had Excite by Games with me, the VGDB, uh, OT Slide PI who hooked me up with a good deal. There was Game Swappers that I got to hang out with a little bit. Of course, all the guys at Lost Levels, both the mats there. Uh, and the the whole crew plus damn it Steve also of Lost Levels and you know Super Video Game Bros also bringing you the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. There was Reno the Collector. I'm gonna remember names as we go through the show. There was a lot of people came down and talked to me, and I really appreciate that. I had conversations the whole weekend. It was really nice. Awesome. So I guess my main question is. Um... What was your favorite part? Because I know there were some new things uh, this year or some things that were bigger. So did you have a favorite thing that was throughout the weekend or was it just interacting with people or whatnot? I, I had a favorite part. And it was actually my favorite part of the con last time, too. And it actually has nothing to do with the con. And it was, uh, you know, Saturday afterwards, you know, at all the conventions, like on the night in between the first and last day, because it's usually like a two day thing. We usually gather up as many people as we can and we go have a dinner and all sit down together and have like a nice dinner. And we did yes. that again and that was really nice. Like, uh, I almost forgot Game, the- Game Thieves was with us. Enrique was, he was really cool. I talked to him briefly on Instagram, but it was nice to like sit down and have a meal with him, be able to chat over the table. And nice. all those, a lot of the previous guys I, I spoke to were there. California, California X Kitchen. I'm going to mess up his name, but he was there as well. And we talked, uh, there was like, Eight or nine of us at dinner, so that was really nice. Well, that's good. That's it's always nice to be able to connect with people because I feel like you get you, you get a sense of who they are on Instagram, but it's so much easier in person. Yeah, for for real, it it's a big difference between talking on Instagram and talking to someone in real life. I yeah, mean, the difference between text and real life is uh, is quite quite a bit. You don't get a sense of people's you know humor or personality. You can kind of glean it, but you don't know exactly until you talk to them. Right. So, no, that was, that's always my favorite part. Also, my, um, one of my best friends and oldest friends was down and he came and he, he's just started collecting and I was helping him out. So it was cool to watch him go through a show and like see, you know, as he was thinking about it, what the show was like for him. So okay. Kind of, I kind of had like that taking your kid to Disneyland for the first time moment. Uh, except <laughs> that's awesome. He is not my child and he's a year older than me. Uh, but it was just like neat to see him like, oh, how is he going to react to that? Is that weird for him? Or is that like, is this like, are the prices going to be too shocking? How, how does he interact with that? So that was interesting for me. Oh, that's cool. So I imagine you have had to have bought something. 
Yeah, uh, we already at the what did I buy portion of it. No, well, I, I guess no, no. It, this I'm, doesn't really go into the what did you buy because this is part of you going. You know, you're going to buy things. Oh, to some yeah. Extent. Okay, yes. So one of my other favorite things to do at con is to take all of the money I've just made and then throw it at video games that I don't own. Um, and like maybe be a little more reckless in my spending than I would otherwise. Okay. Just like I see it, I want it, I have this money in my pocket, and it doesn't count for anything. Because I don't know if I've explained how I do pricing before for my items. Uh, well, not how I sell them, but how I value my video games when I buy them. So if I buy a lot of video games, like, so there's 20 games, but I only need 16 of them. I average the whole, the total of the games divided by that 16. Okay. You know, unless one of them it makes mm-hmm. up like all of the value or something like that. But usually it's like if it's, you know, pretty close. I, that's how I establish what I paid for it. I divide so that those four, the, the lot value has to be worth it, even minus what those four cost, you know? Okay. So it, those four actually have no cost to me. So I've said whatever I paid was for those 16 games. These four other games just become extra and they go in the trade box. So now when I go to shows and I sell these trade items or trade them, it's all free. It's, it's, it's zeros to me. I'm acquiring, even though I have physical money from them, whatever I have is bonus money because okay. I've already done the math on the spending before that. So whatever I get out of them is gravy. Okay. And that, that's how I look at it. And that's usually why when something is $20 and I'm like, yeah, I'll take $5 for it. And, uh, people look at me like I'm crazy. That's why. Cause I've already got the money out of it. And if I can pass on a few good deals. Great. All that to say is, yes, I went out and I bought some stuff. And, you know, I think Turbo stuff is super expensive and it's a weird system and I'm not sure exactly how to collect for it. But, oh, Syphic was another guy uh, who I got to talk to, Oscar. He was a really nice guy and he's probably going to come on the show and talk some Turbo with us because he's got a sealed magical chase and near complete set of Turbo and Turbo CD. Um, I went over to him. He had a bunch of sweet Turbo games and I went through those and I picked up a few good ones. That I, that I wanted, like complete in box, really nice, and then some just like uh, in the jewel case, they're called CIC instead of CIB, um, complete in case. Anyways, I got like eight turbo games out of it, which is a lot of turbo games to my collection of turbo games. That was maybe 20 games, so like a, you know, 50% increase. Well, that's, nearly. that's pretty good. Yeah, and I'm, it might even be more than... I'll have to take a picture because it might be more than eight. Maybe it's ten turbo games. I got I got a stack of turbo graphics games. That's awesome. And something that I I know for me, it's not something I come across, I guess, as often. No, I, I never come across turbo stuff. So that was kind of why I did it. I was like, man, you never see like super nice complete turbo stuff, and I don't really have any. And I just think my collection would be better for it. Just a more rounded nice. collection. Just not not like I need this whole set. I just think these would be cool to add. Yeah, which is awesome. So I did that, um, and that was cool. That was that was really cool, and I got to talk to, uh, like I said, Syphic, Oscar, who was also helping run the museum. In fact, he ran the museum most of the time, and like his complete match or his complete his sealed magical chase was in there, and then um, there was a complete state stadium events in there, like a mint beautiful copy from the BGDB. So. I was getting to to see those two things in the museum, and then you know, of course, my stuff, my my scrubby Outback Joey and uh, Genesis World Championship cart were in there, and I'm not sure if the Nintendo World Championship 
carts were in there. I don't think they were, but a lot of good Star Fox gear was in there. There was some cool stuff in the museum, some really cool signs, a complete set of like the Turbo magazines, the Sega Visions magazines. That well, you know, cool. I, as we talked about when when Steve was on, I really wanted to see the museum, and that was cool. And I'm hoping it expands next time. I would like to see it be a little more prominent, and even have more stuff in it, because the the collector nerd in me, who's not just like I just want to buy all the things, is what I want to see. Um, right, because it's when you I think probably too when you have such a big collection, it's cool to to see things because you're not going to have this pool of things to buy, given the fact that you own a lot of those things. Right. Um, yes. Also, things I bought. I bought a really sweet Game Boy Pocket Zelda edition. Awesome. And forever, I, it's like an ice blue, and it looks like there's a sticker in the corner that says, like, Zel- Target Zelda offer inside com- comes with Zelda. You know, I, I always thought it was a sticker. It's not a sticker. I thought oh. this thing was a sticker forever. It looks like a sticker. It's printed on the box. So I found that, and that was thanks to OTP Sly, or OT Sly PI. I'm going to mess up his name. Uh, he, he hooked me up with a sweet deal on that. So that was really exciting. I like, I kind of debated it all weekend. We, we fought on the price a little bit, but in the end he said, sure to my price, which was $75. Okay. And yeah. And then, then I had some immediate interest from other people who found out I bought it though. So that was, I didn't know it was kind of rare as it was. I probably wouldn't have haggled about the price. Right. Uh, yeah, so I got that. That was a favorite piece. And then I have a, you know, because I love pink, I have uh, a Game Boy Advance box. Okay. Just like the original Game Boy Advance. When, uh, for a pink one, like the translucent pink ones. Okay, and yeah. I, did, I didn't have one of those, and uh, Retro Nintendo hooked me up with one of those, and also an Evo manual. So if people saw me post that complete Evo, it's because he had the manual, which I didn't realize I mean, this this is just dumb on my part, but I didn't realize it was just a little fold-out. I thought it was like an actual book, but it's not. It okay. like folds out like a map, and it's small. It's not the size of a regular Super Nintendo manual, which may have explained why I've missed it all these years, because I've always been looking for like a complete one when I look through manuals, like a, a tall one. So if I saw something right. like a fo- uh, poster size, I probably passed it up. Did not know that. Oh, so. Okay. Yep. Interesting. As much as I know about Super Nintendo, totally so it punted like on that. You you did good on your shopping. Oh yeah, yeah. There was, uh, I mean, there was <laughs> much shopping. Sunday was kind of a slow day. It was the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it, I was still selling stuff, but the crowds were noticeably smaller, which is reasonable. Saturday was a really good and busy day, so I didn't get as much shopping done there as I wanted. But Sunday, I got to walk around, talk to other vendors and stuff, and see how they were doing. And you no, know, everyone really liked the show. It was a lot of good feedback. You know. The space was excellent. Uh, I was kind of hilarious, like, Ontario Convention Center, where the hell is this place? It was great. It was My, my hotel was within walking distance. There was, like, an in-and-out down the street. Several restaurants were right there within walking distance. It's perfect. That's, well, that's good. I, I mean, sometimes you get to these, and there was plenty of parking, which is a big deal. Sometimes you get to these conventions, they're small or out in the middle of nowhere. Your hotel's, like, four miles away. Then they get you on parking. And the, this place was charging for parking, but because my hotel was so close, I didn't have to pay for parking. I just, you know, paid for my hotel, which had parking for right. free. Free parking, too. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it went well. Everything was good. 
Well, that's good. So if you had to pick a favorite of all the things you purchased, is it, do you have a clear favorite or is that kind of hard to say? Ooh, clear favorite. Man, there's so many good things. You know, uh, like probably the Zelda box. Okay. I mean, it's also it's complete. It it has the the uh, ice blue uh, Game Boy Pocket in there as well, because that ad like that goes directly on the shelf with all the other ones. And now I have like a Zelda DS box, an N64 box, a 3DS, a 3DS XL box. You know, I'm missing the Super Nintendo Mini box, but I pretty much have all the other system boxes for Zelda. Okay. So then, like, that has some value, not necessarily just on its own, but what it does for the collection. Yeah, you know, it just fills it out. I also have, like, like the European SP, like, that flips open, which is probably my favorite one. Right. The Wii, the Wii U bundle, also one of my favorites. Yeah, it, you know, it fills a nice hole in, well, in, the, in the collection. That's good. Yeah, no, I was living uh, vicariously through Instagram, following and seeing all everybody's posts from the expo. It looked like it was phenomenal. Oh yeah, I was a man. I was a terrible Instagrammer. That, that you were just a, in the moment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, do I want to take time to sit here and post? I'm like, nah, I'm just having a good time. Uh, so plus I was busy too. Yes. Yeah, so I was just like, oh no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for pictures. So I got like one picture of the booth, which uh, Excite Bikes Games' wife was with us and. I, I think, I, you know, they weren't, and Nick Morgan was there, and they, they weren't ready for that picture, so the VGDB and her are sitting there, and I get this picture, and they both look like, I think maybe Nick's mouth is open or something, I'm just like, whatever, I'm posting it, sorry guys, and I tag them, so, kind of unfortunate, my apologies for the bad picture, I was just like, here's our booth, kind of, we had a nice big booth, too, in a good location, right next to the museum, the free play arcades were amazing, the, all the pinball Steve said they were going to bring pinball, and they brought really good pinball, so that was exciting that there was a good portion of pinball in there. Okay, which I know is very important to you. Yes. I didn't get to play as much of it as I wanted to. See, I feel like I need one day where I'm not vending, and I can just, like, be on the floor doing all the things. Right, because then if you're if not, you're kind of confined to the booth, and then you don't get to do as much of, oh, well, this is, you know, enjoying it, so to speak. Right. Also, I should thank uh, Archon Turtle for helping me out. He helped me out all weekend and allowed some of these excursions along with my buddy who is uh, T Hammerquist on Instagram. So, I mean, there was a lot of people helping. You know, a lot of people helped out. I saw a lot of people, too. Uh, there's so many. Like, everybody in the SoCal retro scene was down there, too. So, that was kind of nice. It was like going to a party where you know everybody. Uh, Which now, is kind of cool. Yeah, you're like, oh, hey, I know all these people. I mean, mainly through their pictures, and sometimes I had to be like, let me look at Instagram, like, what's your name on Instagram? Oh, yeah, this is who you are, because I'm, I'm terrible at remembering both. I have to see, like, the the icon picture. Like, a lot of times the Instagram name doesn't even do it. I have to remember whatever they're using as their avatar. Right. Yeah. No, I know sometimes that's bad, but that's just how we interact with them on a daily basis more so, right? Yeah, it, it is a little embarrassing. It's like, hold on, who are you? Oh, yes, yes. I know who you are. Sorry. Let's pick up our conversation. I also got to see uh, Chris, CWR2. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Chris came down. We had a nice chat, you know. I love hanging out with that guy. So, yeah, that was really good. There's so many. I'm going to miss like people like Sabaton64. So when I just keep dropping names throughout the podcast, it's just as I remember them. And if I don't mention you, my apologies. It's, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. It's just 
I'm an old man. And I've got an old man brain. It's hard to remember the things. That's all. Where all right, am I? Then. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why. Old. Because old. Well, then I would have to say it probably was an excellent expo because we haven't heard any ranting and we, we know you love to rant. So I feel yeah. like it was just a good weekend. Then. I got I got no rants. No rants to give. It was a good time. My awesome. Husband, I had a great time. I don't know. You know, I can't speak to anybody else's thing, but my show went great. I sold a bunch of stuff. I bought a bunch of stuff. I met a bunch of people, talked to a bunch of people. Lots of people came up about the podcast. They were very nice. Yes, people asked about you. People were all over me about <laughs> where's Cat, and I didn't get time. I had the buttons, like the print file, ready. My friend was gonna punch him out, and I, I just because we switched our plans, I wasn't gonna go down there till Saturday, but instead we went Friday night. Yeah. So I didn't have time to get all the new buttons made. So now I have a new button file. People are like, oh, you only have like five. I only had like five left, um, out of like the 120 buttons we made last time. So I was oh like, my goodness. oh, uh, yeah. Let me well, let me make some more buttons. So just. If you need a button, just tell me and I can send out buttons. It's not that much money. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I was in Nova Scotia and trying yeah. to follow Johnny's Instagram post, but as we just recapped, he wasn't very good at it. No, good thing everybody else was really good at it because yes. I was dreadful. But you have the benefit of we're recapping this now on the podcast, so you kind of don't necessarily have to take the pictures to still be able to tell what your experience was like. True. That is true. Yeah, yeah so I'm gonna, I, yeah, I had that all planned out. Exactly what my angle was. I uh, hey, I think that's a good angle. All right, all right, I'll take it. I'll, okay. I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, just take it, and run with it. it. Was your plan all along? Yes, that obviously that is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, another cool thing I got. I forgot to mention. I got. I finished my gun con set, which I took a picture of for PlayStation Two. Awesome. If no one cares, I love gun games. Like love like Time Crisis, House of the Dead, things like that. I've mentioned that before. So it was yep. nice to finish all the big boxes. That's awesome. So another good... It sounds like that you kind of bought across the board in terms of different systems and everything like that. I did. I bought Turbo. I bought some Game Boy games. I bought a few DS games. I bought a few DS Pokemon games for my wife. Turbo stuff, PS2, PS1. Yeah, I was all over the place. Oh, okay. Well, that's good, though. Sometimes it's nice to be able to buy like that. It's supposed to be restricted to one one system or anything like that. Yeah, I don't... Did I buy uh, any NES or Super Nintendo things? Oh, I did. I got a Super Nintendo game as well, which was a variant of Pac-Man 2, uh, Pac-Man Adventures. It was uh, a lenticular cover on that one, which I didn't know existed either. So, I, you know, anytime I learn something about Super Nintendo is awesome. And then anytime I pick stuff up for it. So I got that Evo manual and then that Pac-Man 2 with the lenticular cover. That was cool. That's awesome. Yep. So you had to have something Super Nintendo. I feel felt like there had to be something in there. It's hard to to find Super Nintendo stuff. I also got a bunch of GameCube manuals, so that was like because I'm missing like seven, seven now out of like I was missing like twenty, and now I'm missing down to like seven, and then I've got the complete set. You're almost there then. Yeah, I mean I have the complete GameCube set, but when I went through everything and was checking the conditions and upgrading conditions, I found seven. That were missing manuals, or a bunch that were missing manuals, and I've been plugging those holes slowly. Well, that's good. You'll, you'll get there. You don't have that much more to go then. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really care about, ma- like, it sounds like I care about manuals. Just bought this Evo manual. For all the Square and Enix games, and RPGs in general, I like to have all the maps, manuals, I like those games to be exactly complete, you know? 
So that's like where my weird thing is. But with like the disc-based ones, like Wii, Wii U, you know, GameCube, I feel like I should just have those complete because it's not that hard. So the difference in money to get a complete one isn't that much. So if I have like some of these without manuals, those were probably ones I got in bigger lots and just said, yeah, throw it in and I'll replace it later. But like as far as the NES stuff, like where the manuals are crazy expensive, I don't I don't really care about that. Like if I never get a Bubble Bobble 2 manual or something, no big deal. Okay. Because yeah. that's like $200 for a manual or something. Who cares? And if it doesn't matter to you, then it's not a smart place to put your money, right? Right. Uh, because, again, it's not like not like I'm hoarding this as my wealth. I'm like, this is all of my money. Is one day I'll retire and be rich. <laughs> no, it's uh, this is just what I like. Right. So, yeah. That's fair. That, that's what I did. And then, oh, the other thing I did was bring home enough money to send my wife on a, a small shopping trip because that, I've learned, is a vital element. Don't come home and tell your wife about all the cool things you bought and then have nothing in hand for her. Okay. You know what? Actually, that's kind of smart. So there, there's my collector's tip for you. Uh, come home with a, you know, a gift or a wad of cash and then just be like, and now for something you enjoy. Here you go, dear. See you later. Well, that's smart because I guess if it's not, you've spent all this on this or if you guys aren't on the same page about it, it's, I guess it lessens that effect. Yeah, I mean, we're on the same page. She she knows she like she knows that the money is just rolling over from video games into more video games. But yeah. at the same time, you know, you feel a little selfish when you come home and you're like, "Look at all of the things I've got. Nothing yeah. for you." And you're like, "No, that's that's rude." So yeah, I I try to make a point of bringing home my wife a little stack. And then also, uh, we've been buying these Star Wars one six figures from Hot Toys. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you know what those are at all, they're like dolls, essentially. Dolls okay. is what I'm collecting. Um, okay. My wife likes them and I like them too. And it's something fun we can kind of get together. Also, we had like statues for a while and then it, we live in Southern California. Earthquakes, you know, and, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. polystone statues fall over and they become not statues anymore. That makes sense. Yeah. So these things fall over and then you just pick them up. Right. So, and they they look great. So my wife was like, maybe we should get a few of these. So we did. And then when I came home from the expo, I brought home enough money to buy two more of those for the collection as well. So more oh. stuff that she's interested in. Well, but, that's awesome. So it kind of benefited you while benefiting her. Yes. So yeah. that that's my, my tip. Like, you know, if you have, a, you know, if it's a girlfriend and it's a long-term girlfriend, maybe you think about that. If it's just like some new girlfriend, eh, whatever, do what you want. But uh, if you're married, it's yeah, a definite must, yeah, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, 100%. Okay. You know, if you are, you, you know, don't don't come home and, you know, lord your treasures over over your wife who maybe was at home, like my wife, like, cleaned the house and stuff while I was gone, and be like, oh, thanks for cleaning the house and everything. Now look at all of my cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's not it's not a good move, not a good look. I, I like that. I think that's a good tip. Yeah. There it you keeps go. the peace. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. Uh, I know I'm very fortunate as I have a wife that isn't like, God, I hate your games. Get them all out of the house. You know, yeah. she, I don't have a significant other like that. She's like, cool, you have a hobby that you love. Great. You know, which is awesome. But I'd also like to keep her in that frame of mind. Right. So if, you know, if your girlfriend or wife isn't in that frame of mind, you can do things to start helping with that, you know, okay. where where they don't mind it maybe as much. Yeah, that's smart. That's right. a good tip. Yeah, collector's tip. There we go. Yeah, an odd one, but a good one nonetheless. Yep. You know, 
you have a real life after collecting, so make sure you are managing that as well as your collection. Okay. Good point. Yeah. All right, what about you? Well, how how was yours? Now we've rambled <laughs> on about me forever. Mine was not as exciting as yours. Um, not a whole lot. Um, I've already posted these on Instagram, but they are what I have bought since the last one. Um, after we did our lovely little episode of um, talking about Resident Evil and stuff, I went out and bought a PlayStation 4 just so we could get VR and all of those lovely things that go along with it. So oh, that's nice. good. And um, did John play Resident Evil in VR? Yes, he has. I have not because I feel like I might not sleep. Okay. But I have used it. It's good. Uh, I do. I'm somebody who gets motion sick anyway, so I'm still kind of struggling a little bit with that. Like any of the the driving games, if um, I roll the car or anything like that, that I really had a hard time with. I had to shut my eyes. Like, I'm going to throw up. So I'm still kind of struggling with it a little bit. Uh, I think it's really cool. I just think that it's going to take a little bit more getting used to for me, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's cool. It's it's something neat to have. Um, but I, I think I'm going to avoid uh, Resident Evil on it, because uh, like we talked about last time, that article says, if you're a voice, this is not a good game for you to play in VR. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go by that. <laughs> you're going to follow the author's advice. Got it. I am. And then... Um, the uh, Wisdom Tree NES collection, which was a Kickstarter, finally got here because what's better than to have a whole bunch of terrible games? Right. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? You showed me a picture of that. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And why? It, More importantly, why is this? Because it's kind of funny. <laughs> was it done by like the Wisdom Tree people? Were they? Yes. Packed? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's official. All right. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It was just like, and it's kind of just hilarious to have anyway. It Now, is it all, is it on a NES card? That's what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, maybe what I'll do is I'll put up an Instagram post of the actual um, cart and everything that came with it out of the box. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd like yeah. to see that. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of neat. Again, terrible. Not not useful or anything like that, but something we thought was kind of cool. So it was a, a neat thing to have. Yeah, I, I'm I'm both sad and glad I did not see that because I probably would have spent money on it. Yeah, I know, right? It's one of those things that's it's kind of good and bad at the same time, but um, I just, you know, it's one of those things that is kind of funny to have. Right. I, I agree. That's one of those conversation pieces in the collection. Yeah. So nothing new beyond that. Those have been the uh, the purchases, which I've already kind of plopped on Instagram, but they have been since we recorded last. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. I, I bought one of the Turbo games I bought was like 3D Dinosaur Tour. Oh, my God. Because it was ridiculous. I was just like, okay. Did you put it in and see, or like, did you YouTube have, it to see what it looks like? I have, no, I didn't. I just saw the cover and went, that's amazing. Also, my okay. wife loves dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, so I thought that would be funny for her to see. So I, I plan on uh, plugging in the Turbo Duo and <laughs> playing some of that with her. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I want to, I want a screenshot of what this actually looks like. Yeah. Yes. Because I uh, think that would be hilarious. Well, I was told, like, back in the day that people thought it was cool because, you know, there wasn't, like, it was around, like, Jurassic Park time. You know, people couldn't just go see dinosaurs. The internet wasn't a thing. People weren't making fake dinosaur documentaries, which, if you don't know, is a real thing. Like, if you go to Netflix, there are pseudo-documentaries about dinosaurs and, like, the lives of certain dinosaurs where they try and get you emotionally involved. Because every wilderness documentary you'll ever see involves, like, some baby animal dying. But, right. Like, Every time. And they did do the same thing with dinosaurs, except there are 3D renders 
of guys. It's fake dinosaurs. And they're like, <laughs> and the young one died. And you're like, what the, what is going on? Why, why are you attempting to pull my heartstrings? Fake dinosaur documentary. And Somebody not, must buy into it though. Obviously, there, there is more than one of these documentaries. And I know because my wife is a sucker and she watches these damn fake dinosaur documentaries. Oh my goodness. I mean, it has real information about the dinosaurs. That's yeah. not the fake part, but you know, it's just like, we imagined a dinosaur documentary would go like this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> God damn it. Well, yeah, no. If you look at my next, my wife was using my Netflix name too. So for a long time, like my cue would be like, because you watched this. And I'm like, I did not watch this. It became so bad. We had to change my name on Netflix and that just became her account. And then I had to start a new account. So I'd get proper recommendations. Oh yeah. I can see that's hard. Um, uh, John and I have two Netflix accounts, but oftentimes we'll watch things on mine. But I probably use Netflix more than he does because I have it on all the time in the studio. So it can be a little bit confusing sometimes. Uh, my wife uses it way more than I do. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. then it's kind of nice to have her own profile because then she actually gets to see what she wants to see as opposed to what you want to watch. Right. And I don't want to see, you know, hundreds of recommendations for more dinosaur documentaries. No. Or just, or, or just nature documentaries. I, you know. I don't love seeing animals die. It's not a thing I enjoy. And all of these ones are like, yep, and this one's dead. Yeah, this no, one I don't. dies think... too. You're like, oh, okay. No, I couldn't do that either. Yeah, and they're like, watch it. I think we were watching Planet Earth, and like, and here's this baby elephant. And then they like do this wide shot of it way off, like miles from its mother, and it's like, and it'll never be seen again. And you're just like, thanks, <laughs> yeah. guys. No, I, I, I like happier things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little too real, guys. I'm out. Yeah. I'm checking out. Yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing besides VR? Uh, not really much else other than that. Um, I finally... Okay, so here's a funny story. I lost my 3DS XL Again? some time ago. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, so that was the one that lost that yeah. made you get the 2DS. And then I bought the 2DS because you I love. couldn't find it. Right. Anyway, I found it. Oh, where was it? Okay, so I had put it in a reusable bag, and um, I had like just kind of wrapped it up and stuff like that. And it ended up on like where I keep all of my belts, but behind all of my belts, it was like hanging there. But it's not very thick because I just have like the small case that holds the, the you know the 3ds and the charger and a few games, and I have a million belts. So uh, it was behind there, and I never thought to check there because I never put anything there. It's for belts. How it got there with every behind everything, I have no idea. Anyway, uh, we never shut our bedroom door ever because uh, it's just John and I in the house. And um, anyway, I shut the door. Um, and uh, it made like, you know, sometimes it does that vacuum. Like I had the uh, window open because I was cleaning in the living room and it made that vacuum and it made a really loud bang. And I was like, that sounds weird. Anyway, there's my 3DS. <laughs> nice. Well, it's So recovered. it has been there forever. And I turned it on and this is like months and months and months and it still had charge. <laughs> nice. Obviously. Yeah. So but... it's good. So I'm kind of happy to have that. So now that it's back, I'm going to use it until I lose it again. All right. Well, that's I'm I'm glad you've recovered your 3DS bonus items. Yeah, but I I don't know where the 2DS is now. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I'm really bad at losing things. Uh, yeah. Yep. I don't know what to say about that. No. Oh, well. So I have one. I have one or the other. So I'm gonna try and hold on to this one, and in the meantime, figure out where the other one is. And which version of the 2DS do you have? Um, just like the the one that's 
flat. You know what I mean? I mean, was it like a special color one or just? Like oh a no, no, one? it just was like I think it's the Mario Kart one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, are there other versions of it? Honestly, I know nothing about the 2DS. I was just like, shoot, I can't find this. I need to buy something. And that was the only thing that John could kind of find. So I have no idea. They're all flat, aren't they? Yeah, they're all flat. Yeah. 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 No, I, um, but, I was wondering on colors. Just yeah. curious. No, uh, I, doesn't matter. I don't have not, a 2DS. It's not memorable. I, I don't like to hold it as much. I, I don't like the way it, um, I don't like the way it feels now as much having gone back to having found, uh, the 3DS and I have the XL one. I just like, I find it easier to hold. I like that it, you know, I can rotate it as I need to. Yeah. I, I really want a 2DS just to have one, like right. get like a special edition one or something. And I mean, even though there aren't that really many special editions, maybe the Mario Kart one would be good to go with all my other Mario Kart stuff. Right. And then just put it on the shelf and be done with it. I don't want to use it. You just want it. Right. I just got um the the 3DS, the regular size one though, the new okay. 3DS with the interchangeable faceplates. Yes. So I just got one of those. Awesome. Um, I'm pretty excited because I wanted one. I was like, when Black Friday came out and that deal and they were a hundred bucks, I wanted one. I was like, oh man, I should get one of those. Uh, everyone's fighting over them. So I'll just wait. And I wound up finding one for uh, $120, which is just a little over retail. Right. You know, after tax. So I was like, meh, all right, sure. And I grabbed one and it was the the black one too, which is the one I wanted. And then I, oh, bought, a awesome. few, I bought a few faceplates, so I'll, I'll show you that. And I'm not going to play that, probably. It is just, um, I thought it would be cool for pictures. Like, oh, hey, this one has some cool faceplates. Like, I would love to buy a Kirby faceplate and throw it in there and then take a picture of my Kirby games. Okay, yeah. You know. That would be cool. Yeah. That, so it would that's be versatile for photos, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have a bunch of these stupid DSs, and I, I buy them. I'm like, because, like, oh, that's a cool-looking one, but this one... I don't have to rebuy a whole 3DS. You can just print a new faceplate and be like, oh, cool, that's a cool faceplate. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and I know there are some blank ones, and I've seen a few custom ones where people have printed their own. Okay. They're really cool. And some of those plates, like, if you didn't know, uh, you know, they're expensive. Like, some of the Japanese ones. There's this one I really wanted. I was like, oh, what would be cool? Oh, there's one with Boo, and the Boo's name is Teresa, right? Okay. Anyways, I'm like, this Teresa plate would be awesome. And then it's like $300. Oh, no. Yeah. It glows <laughs> no. in the dark. It's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. But then I feel like that's almost it's, a, a collection on its own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like and, a... and they're numbered too. So they have like, I think there's like 70 of them or something. But they've got okay. like two Zelda ones. Like grab these Zelda plates, you know. So now it's like getting two new Zelda 3Ss for like 20 bucks rather than, you know, whatever the, the 3DS version costs. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, that is neat. But yeah, I feel like if I were to collect those, that would be like a, a little collection on its own, right? I, I Look, I bought a few of them and I was like, do I go for a collection of these or do I just buy a few I like? Don't be crazy. Just buy the few you like. You, yeah. don't need, you don't need the yellow and blue striped one just because it's part of the set. Right. Yeah. No, and I think that's that's probably a good idea because I feel like that could get out of hand really quickly. Well, yeah. I and mean, when that Teresa one, like had the most, like had that Teresa one just been like 50 bucks or something? I would have just bought it because right. it was cool enough where I would have just said, screw it. I like it enough. I like it $50. Yeah. I don't like it $228 is the cheapest one I found. You know? Oh, okay. And yeah, a, that, that's a lot. Plate. Yeah, and there's like there's not very many that are like that, but there's a few. And there's quite a few like $50 ones. And I was like, eh, 
I mean, there's quite a few that are $10, too, so it's, you know, it's like collecting for any video game system. There's the, the bulk ones down at the bottom, and then there's, like, those top-end ones, which are, like, you have to decide what those top-end ones, you know, is that something you really want to get involved with. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Anyways, I think that's all I got. Yeah, I think that's all I've got, too. I haven't had anything really big in it, as big and exciting as being at SoCal, but uh, I bought things, so that's good. Yeah, that's excellent. That's yeah. a rare occasion now. I know. I feel like I'm just at that point where I'm like, I'm only buying things if I really want to have them or I think they're really neat. Yeah, well, I mean, you round your collection to a point, and I think that should be the goal. I, I think I've done it wrong. Like, the goal should be to get to that point where you're like, now I'll only buy things that I really like because I've completed my sets. Yeah, and then, as opposed to just buy this and this and this, right? Yeah, yeah. continual um, continual purchasing. Yes. And I, I think I'm to the point where I'm just buying the things I like. There's a lot of things I like, though, which is a problem. Yeah, but that's fine. That's still different than collecting a set. It's it's still a totally different feeling, I think. Yep, I mean, I I have some stuff to make decisions on as far as sets go. We'll, we'll, we can talk about that another time, but like I, I have a few systems that i've collected enough for now where i look and go do i make that a set or don't i what do i do right. with this that makes sense so i i i have a few sets well we can talk about later that i'm debating we can we can get audience input on what i should do okay that sounds good to me all right also we will be having some guests that was another thing that came out of the retro expo um we got to talk to Syphic, and he, he expressed interest on coming on and talking Turbo with us, which is good, because I could use some learning. I yeah, me too. someone to educate me on, on Turbo a little bit, so he said he would be interested in coming and talking to us. Also, I can't believe I forgot to mention this, at the dinner and in the booth, Super Nest Man, Dennis, came out and hang, hang out, hung out with us all weekend, and that was a lot of fun, and he is going to come on the show. I know people have asked, yes. We just, I just need to get Dennis locked down on a time and, and figure out a time that works for all three of us because planning around people's schedules, uh, you know, who are busy is, is a, is a, is a problem. I mean, yes. not, a, not a big problem, but, you know, you have to solve that before you can have an episode. So, but he is going to come on. Really excited to get him on. He asked me about it too. Like, hey, you said we're going to do this. When are we going to do it? So I have to do a better job of, of getting that scheduled and then, I have some Wii friends who've just recently completed sets. You've probably seen them on Instagram, but like Retro Thunder, um, Nintendo Twizzer, who we had on before, the VGDB we've had before. All three of these guys have completed Wii sets recently, and we were all in a little group together talking about how to complete Wii sets and helping each other out. And so we're going to we're gonna do a Wii episode. Which I think is really cool because something is still like we've talked about it and I have somewhat of an understanding of, you know, how many games there are and things like that. But it's not something I know a whole lot about. There's a lot of games. It is a staggering amount of games. Yeah. So that'll be kind of an interesting learning one for me. Yeah. It's like it's more games than like, say, the Super Nintendo set and the GameCube set, I think. Or like roughly around that. No, I don't think it's that many. It's like 1300 games. Oh, my goodness. Right. So, yeah, it, it's a lot. It's all it's almost a, a Super Nintendo and a, a Nintendo set combined. Like wow, that's insane. And that, it's just one system, and it's new, too. So, it, I mean, yes, there's a lot of shovelware. Yes, there's a lot of gems. Yes, there's a lot of hidden stuff you didn't know about. There, the, the system is all over the spectrum, and people are super hot on it right now, which is not something I ever thought I would hear myself say about the Wii. <laughs> that's too funny. So, anyways, uh, yeah our kind of informal episode of 
which was mainly a what are you playing, what are you buying episode. Cool. Done. Yep. Did it. Awesome. All right. Uh, Kat, where can we find you on Instagram? You can find me at Catsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And you can find me at Johnny underscore Iucci. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. Be sure to check out our pages if you don't already. Uh, though, if you haven't checked out our pages, please send me a message and tell me how you found the podcast, because that would be interesting to hear. Yeah. All right. Great. We will talk to everyone hopefully next week. I will let you know via the normal channels. Good day.